Welcome to The Pastor and the Counselor, where each week I sit down with counselors from In Him Christian Wellness to talk about life issues, mental health, and ways to intentionally pursue Jesus right in the middle of our struggles. Relational, practical, and full of great conversations, I guarantee it will be 30 minutes of your time well spent. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Pastor and the Counselor. This is Ryan. I am your pastor, and I'm here with uh, John and Corinne from In Him Christian Wellness, fantastic counselors and leaders and guides and directors and confidants and all these cool words that you guys get to be. Like, your business card must be like two pages long uh, with all that you get to do, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not joking. As, as, uh, as much time as I get to spend with both of you uh, and people that I'm connected to, uh, you both are dearly loved by many, along with the rest of the staff. And uh, so just I, I hope you feel encouraged as we continue to meet together. And uh, we're, we're looking forward. This, uh, today, we are starting a new, uh, I want to call it a series, but a series of uh, likely four uh, podcasts here um, on the pastor and the counselor dealing with um, or helping us learn and understand how to face frustration. Um, and you see, I struggle with this, John, because quite honestly, um, I know I don't frustrate anybody and and very few people frustrate me. So I figure this is for everyone else because I don't know. I just don't deal with frustration. Well, it's nice that uh, we're here, Corinne and I, to <laughs> break through your delusion. That's, some, that's something else we do sometimes. <laughs> Help people, delusional people. <laughs> I receive that. Challenge people. And I maybe <laughs> resemble that a little bit in what I just said. And I am absolutely joking. Uh, we all deal with frustration. And um, today we're going to, uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk about relationship frustration. And uh, through the course of this series, we want to talk about financial frustration, uh, maybe parenting frustration, and uh, and then and then maybe just the kind of world politics, the the just the frustrations of living in this world. And so we'll hit on that maybe in the fourth. Uh, but today, we want to talk about relationship frustration, and I, I think it's great timing uh, because Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Uh, and whew, that's the perfect time. Holidays are a great time to learn how to deal with some frustrations. Holidays are great for the counseling business. <laughs> Darkness, family time. Ugh. It really brings up a lot of things. Just things. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're not alone Mm-mm. in dealing with frustration. Like I said, I want to start by reading... A passage of scripture. Psalm 88, verses 1 to 9. And I'm going to read it in the message translation because I love how this is worded. It really gets, I think, um, to how many of us would probably um, probably come after this in our minds and maybe even in our reactions uh, in our hearts. And the, uh, the psalmist says this. He says, God, 
You're my last chance of the day. I spend the night on my knees before you. Put me on your salvation agenda. Take notes on the trouble I'm in. I've had my fill of trouble. I'm camped on the edge of hell. I'm written off as a lost cause. One more statistic, a hopeless case. Abandoned as already dead. One more body in a stack of corpses. And not so much as a gravestone. I'm a black hole in oblivion. You've dropped me into a bottomless pit, sunk me in a pitch-black abyss. I'm battered senseless by your rage, relentlessly pounded by your waves of anger. You turned my friends against me, made me horrible to them. I'm caught in a maze and can't find my way out, blinded by tears of pain and frustration. I call to you, God. All day I call. I plead for help. That is a powerful, um, I don't even know what to call it, cry for out of frustration in so many ways. Frustrated with God, frustrated with friends, frustrated with the world, frustrated just overall, frustrated uh, with loneliness and so let's talk about some of what he identifies, you know, the, the frustration in relationship, R- relationship with God, relationship with family, uh, relationships with friends. What do you think uh, are some of the core, some of the core issues that you see um, where people have frustration in relationships? What does it come back to a lot of the time? And there's probably several things, but in your professional opinion, what are you seeing for many of us? Uh, what's, the, what's the root of that frustration, I guess would be a better way to say it. Unmet expectations. Mm. The song that keeps coming in my head, though, is the, uh, there was, I guess there's a country song, Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble mm. when you're perfect in every way. Right. And um, that kind of reverberates in my head right now. You know, this idea of uh, we enter into situations and relationships with expectations. We, we choose favorable ones mm. to advance whatever direction we want or outcome that we desire. And when we encounter barriers, like another person's thoughts and feelings or desires, mm. that's when we meet this gap and we become frustrated or resentful. Frustration continues. Because they're not lining up. Right. It happens a lot when we don't communicate mm. what we what our, those expectations are with the other person involved. So communication, expectations, pride is what I'm hearing you say, you know, with that country song, you know. Most definitely. Pride gets as a part of that root. What other kinds of roots do you think? We've talked about fear a lot as as we've gone through the pandemic. And um, relationships, especially intimate ones, they they sensitize us at the core. So those those, uh, places, those long-held fears that were embedded a long time ago, Mm. they... They come to the surface in intimate relationship. 
fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of being misunderstood, hmm. fear of being controlled, fear, fear of being abused. So these are core fears that, that come out in relationship. And then lead to frustration if they're taking place and there's no, there's been no kind of communication about it. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. I think one other thing that we see a lot is insecurity. So insecurity about ourselves sometimes comes across as frustration with other people. Hmm. We t- kind of take it out on them. That's really good. Related to what John was saying. You know, yeah. it's a fear of not being good enough or not, you know, being worthy or whatever else. But, hmm. yeah. That is really good. And, and I think the point, you know, the added point in there is the idea that we project it. So it's hard to be self-aware and say, oh, that's coming from my place of fear. It's really your place of deficiency and not meeting my expectations. Expectations or needs right. or wants. Yeah. Which would make up expectations, right? So my needs, my wants would be what made added together. Those are what would become my expectations in many ways. Yeah, think of a, a toddler. It's a great example of ex- expectations, Right? A toddler has very determined perspective. Mm. And if not, those needs aren't met. <laughs> They're expressed in very determined ways. Mm. So oftentimes we're, we're a bit like that. We have these demands, you know, um, complete me. Yep. Right? Or help me, help me be the best version of me. And um, a lot of times not communicated. You know, we, we don't have that understanding of those pain points and what we need coming into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we don't address them in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're unspoken mm-hmm. and they become barriers. Mm-hmm. And so the, I think the initial feeling is a sense of frustration. Like this marriage isn't working out. This relationship is not healthy. This isn't a good fit. My workplace is not a good fit. Yeah. And then it builds. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking too, before we jump onto that, I was thinking too, beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. So we're seeing maybe now more than ever, um, we're almost what we believe, what we've come to believe, again, through, through COVID, through our political situation in the last couple of years. Um, you know, our relation, I, I'm almost assuming, my assumption is that my friends, relatives, whatever, are going to believe the same thing as I do. And there's real frustration over finding out somebody may not hold the same belief and where we maybe had the bandwidth, um, maybe had bandwidth to engage and to talk about it. I think with just, you know, our cultural realities over the last couple of years, there's just less, uh, I'll use the word bandwidth to be able to, um, to give one another space in what we believe. And so frustration, you know, wow, I didn't know they're from the other party. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then all of a sudden there's this frustration that leads to broken, broken relationship. You were just talking, John, about some of that frustration. I'm um, trying to think of how you put it, but it was almost like the buildup of frustration. So frustration is most, in many ways, is that initial initial response am i am i misquoting you on that um i think it's the it's that 
felt mm. experience of the moment. Like there's something wrong, right? I'm frustrated with the situation. It's hard to put my finger on it, but I know it's not working. And so really being able to, to, to dive below that and see what's underneath it, right, in terms of needs and fears and beliefs is really the important next step. Yeah, so I'm sitting at the Thanksgiving table and Uncle Joe says something that all of a sudden I feel one of these feelings. I'm feeling the frustration. Being able in that moment or throughout that situation to then dissect it, is it possible? Is, is there hope for my Thanksgiving dinner to not blow up as long as you don't talk about politics and religion. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think of, I think of, uh, I'm being a little bit funny here, but, but quite honestly, I think so many, so many of our family relationships, they do blow up out of, out of frustration with one another. And how do we, how do we um, prevent, how do we prevent frustration from growing? From building, if we've identified these roots, that's helpful. But then, how do we start to employ some tactics in being able to process um, in a healthy way and in a way that's going to bring life? You know, I I mean, I go right immediately to this passage of scripture, and I'd say, well, like the psalmist, we need to just start praying. You know, that's prayer. I think sometimes we think. You know, maybe maybe some of our listeners have a limited view of prayer, you know, and it's just um, something in a book or it's, you know, this God, thank you for the food. Bless my day. Um, but the psalmist is praying here. He's like wrestling his heart out. He's wrestling his frustration out one on one with God. And so I, I go to prayer and I think prayer is a great strategy. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, the idea it normalizes the human experience. This is in Scripture. And if I feel this way, or if he felt that way, then maybe I can feel that way too. One of the things that we talk about practically in terms of engaging the situation, the initial step is just to pause, not to engage out of that escalated or mm. frustrated step. Hmm. Because anytime you're engaging when escalated, it's like throwing rocks. So if you're going to arrive at a more peaceable a level of understanding, a level of that creates bridges. You got to pause. Hmm. But I'll pass it off to Corinne for some more practical ideas. <laughs> well, I was going to say something very similar, John. We I talk about sometimes with clients the difference between reacting and responding, right? Mm -hmm. And usually the difference is that pause, that the chance to not react immediately in in the moment of emotion, but taking a moment to think about it logically. Hmm. So kind of reminding yourself in that moment, okay, how do I want to respond to this instead of react to it? And we all know what frustration feels like. I think that's the one thing, John, you just said, like it's a, there are none of us that haven't been frustrated. You know, I mean, even waiting in the line, you know, to get a, to get a coffee or, you know, for a ride at Hershey Park and, 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 and the ride breaks down or, you know, the, commute and anybody that drives on 81 has dealt with frustration um so i think we've all been there we've had to deal with frustration so we know what the feeling is and then being able to i like the idea of um the pause button 
-hmm. It's like if we could get a mental picture uh, where we're where we're actually hitting the pause button for just a minute when we start to feel that frustration building, mm -hmm. so that we don't do or say or act in a way that we're going to be, you know, sorry for later on, which I really think is is ultimately what then happens. We the relationship breaks down. We feel sorry. So I like that idea of the pause button. I think we could get a practical picture then too. Is so helpful. So we hit pause, which kind of gets us in the moment, maybe stopped, and then? Then consider what we need mm -hmm. in that space. So why is this escalating me? Mm -hmm. Ulti you know, ultimately, big picture, if we, were, if we believed in the, that God loved us and that everything was okay, that we were emotionally safe in this moment, we wouldn't be frustrated. Mm -hmm. We would be open to what another person was experiencing and caring for their needs. Mm -hmm. But in this moment in time, I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. So some level is, isn't being met. Some level of need isn't being met in me. I need to just kind of check in with myself and think, like, what's stirring what it up for that? me? Mm -hmm. And it just uh, it doesn't take that long. Sometimes you don't get it, but it's a good way to, to pivot because you're realizing, okay, this moment is now about me. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm escalated, the reason I'm frustrated is because I'm center stage, mm. and I need to be off mm -hmm. stage left, right? Mm. So I can see the big picture, get perspective. So I'm checking in with myself. Sometimes I talk to God in that moment. Mm. Lord, I think I'm jealous, or I'm angry, or, man, I can't believe they think that way, mm. and now I don't know if I can trust them. Mm -hmm. So I throw those quick prayers up internally in my head, and then anchor like, I want to rest in the love of God, so I come back and remember, no, I'm fully loved. I can be available to understand why Ryan thinks that way, mm -hmm. or why he feels that way. Mm -hmm. What's going on under his surface? Right. That's so mm -hmm. good. Corinne, jump in. Yeah, I was going to say, feel free to take a break, you know, whether it be Thanksgiving dinner or some, mm -hmm. other, some other situation. It's always okay to take a break and go to the bathroom for a minute or go somewhere else. Have a second calm. piece of pie. Yeah, sure. Anything that gives you a break. <laughs> I love that permission. <laughs> permission to have another piece of pumpkin pie. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is you need then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one thing that I like to do myself is almost prepare for situations that I know I might get frustrated or where I have in the past. That's great. Um, you know, if you know that something is probably going to be annoying to you or, or whatever it might be, kind of getting into the right headspace ahead of time. Now, you can't always do that, mm -hmm. but um, I really enjoy the Switchfoot song, uh, This Is Your Life, where it talks about are you who you want to be, you know, and listening to that song and reminding myself, okay, like, who do I want to be in this situation and setting up, you know, to go into circumstances where I might get frustrated with that mentality. So helpful. It's a, it's like the uh, the dress rehearsal. You know, mm -hmm. we know we know people. You know, a lot of times we're not uh, when we're talking about relationship frustration. Relationship means I have a certain level of knowledge, and that is right there, just a helpful. I'm going into a situation, and I know that I expect certain things out of a person, but I also know that they've got stuff or, you know, what is their stuff that sometimes frustrates me and being prepared. I love that. Being prepared ahead of time is 
That's really good. And in prayer, God can help us with that too, right? Mm -hmm. God, like, show me, you know, show me what that is. Like, why do I get so frustrated with them? And it's almost like the pre-work of of healthy relationship. It's really good. That's rich. And and it really determines a lot of the event because we we play out stories in our head mm. in preparation. Mm-hmm. We can prepare intentionally with a different outcome. Mm. So you can you can play out the narrative in your head in a way that's congruent with how you want to be instead of how it always mm. has been. Mm-hmm. So when we go to Thanksgiving meal, realize, oh, this person's going to talk about this, and then this person's going to get upset, and then people are going to storm out of the room. Mm -hmm. You know, we take it to the worst-case scenario, closest to what has been in the past, Mm. which positions us to repeat it. Right. Because we've already connected the dots in our head. Uh Uh-huh. But I love what Corinne said, and be able to come in— and then think, how do I want to be? So I can expect that aunt so-and-so is going to say this or uncle so-and-so is going to do this, and this is how people are going to begin to respond. Mm. So how do I want to be? That was, that was really good. Yeah, and my, I, I've heard this and I say this all the time, but I can't change you, but I can certainly work on me. Mm-hmm. And if my intention is that it, you're going to be different. Um, you know, I'm going to get frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know, my prayer can be, you know, well, I hope, Lord, I want, I want you to continue doing your work in John or in Corinne, <laughs> but I can only, I need you to do, I need you to start the work in me. I need the work to be done in me so that I don't, you know, here's a, here's a, just a quick question. I know we're coming to the end of this episode, but um, frustration really seems like you said john it's a it's it's kind of that felt experience that initial felt you know kind of reaction to things doesn't sound like like frustration is is necessarily sin no it's just being human Mm. we're gonna feel a variety of things and we should Mm -hmm. you know it scripture talks about hating evil clinging to good there's a felt experience of living in this world. Mm. And it's what we do with it. Amen. So we can be aware and thoughtful and make choices that are based on how we want to be. Hmm. You know, we can engage the moment. So it sounds to me frustration can actually, if we flip it, you know, um, I always love thinking, you know, what the enemy can mean for harm. God turns into good and beautiful and so frustration for us can actually be uh, a little bit of like uh, one of those airplane signals into growth you know like that red flashing light like hey hey here's growth or or runway lights like here's here's the pathway to for some new levels and layers of growth if I just pay attention to where's that frustration coming from great perspective yeah that's that's beautiful. I think in terms of, you know, the, the word in this uh, season is trigger, right? Mm, yeah. You, you trigger me, this triggers me, and it's usually in a negative connotation. But we can also be triggered to, to growth. And we don't really move toward growth until we're agitated. 
Right. So what you said, what a great metaphor. That's, that's a beautiful thought. And I think then the Lord can lead us into, because we're talking about relationship frustration, and a lot of times relationship frustration leads to relationship breakdown. You know, we don't want it. I know, I know in the past for many of us, it's led to brokenness. Ultimately, you know, um, broken relationships is uh, just, I mean, it's the devastation of our world, right? Um, and so as we're talking about relationship frustration, it does not need to lead to brokenness. Uh, it doesn't need to even lead us to, um, I think sometimes frustration means hard conversations, and I think with what we're talking about today, it uh, doesn't even necessarily mean it needs to lead to hard conversations. Some of it is just conversations with the Lord and ourselves to be able to walk into it differently. Um, there probably is a layer of when we've processed it then, being able to have conversations on expectations with people or boundaries, but we're not doing them in the heat of the moment. We're doing it after hitting the pause button. Uh, after some of the rehearsal things, Corinne, that you talked about. So let's just, let's just conclude, just talk us, talk us through a little bit about what that step can, can look like in just a, a couple minutes here. That Corinne, I can tell you're like just chomping at the bit. To the rehearsal step or well, the difficult the, conversation? The difficult <laughs> conversation or even just the, Maybe it doesn't even need to be difficult. If we've paused and we've processed, mm -hmm. maybe that conversation isn't as difficult as we think. It's That's a little bit of the fear issue that we have uh, in stepping into growth. Mm. I was going to say, we just had a, a session on difficult conversations. So you mm -hmm. could listen to that. That's true. <laughs> if you think it's yep. going to be difficult. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think in this case, when we take a step back and we realize that most of our frustration is about ourselves, right? Like John was saying, um, then we can come at it from a place of our own humility and recognition of our own flaws. And usually the conversation doesn't go that poorly then. Mm. When you approach a conversation with somebody else in a place of humbleness, uh, usually they're more receptive mm. than when they don't feel like you're attacking them. Mm -hmm. So, So while you're eating that second piece of pie and processing that, Whew, I was getting frustrated because my expectations, being able to then say to the other person, I'm sorry, I started getting a little bit anxious there or I started getting a little bit heated mm -hmm. it's because I was, you know, I'm, I was feeling this and uh, that's my bad. And let's just continue our conversation knowing that we're differing or that, mm -hmm. you know, from this place of humility. I love that. Does, that just leads to life. You know, and Jesus said he came to give us abundant life, life to the full, and that's relationships to the full, too. Amen. How can I care for you, right? Yeah. I mean, we're coming at it from a place of empathy. So frustration indicates maybe my, my, my pain point, my emotional pain point is getting touched. Then maybe when you're getting a little wonky, that means your emotional pain point is getting touched and how can I care for you? How can I understand where you're coming from? Yeah, that's great. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Pastor and the Counselor. I want to encourage you to reach out to In Him Christian Wellness if you need to talk or if you know someone else that may be in crisis or could use a counselor. Their website 
inhimchristianwellness.org. You'll also find uh, the link in the pastor and counselor description. Take care until next time.